Hey everyone, welcome to uh, something a little new from us here at Tooth and Claw. As most of you know by now, we're all pretty big fans of the Lord of the Rings universe. So we thought it'd be fun to put together a little primer for the upcoming Rings of Power show. We kind of just did this on a lark. We aren't really sure where we're going to post it or if we're going to do more of these as more episodes of the show come out. So if you like this idea and you want to hear more from us, the best place to let us know is definitely going to be over on our Instagram page. We'll have a post up about this episode, I'm sure, and you can leave all the comments that you want at Tooth and Claw Podcast on Instagram. We also want to make it clear that this is not taking the place of any of our normally scheduled episodes. So let's get to our first, and hopefully not last, episode on The Rings of Power. All right, let's go. Hey everyone, it's Wes, Mike, and Jeff from Tooth and Claw hey, Podcast. But we got an animal story for you. That's not what we're doing today. We're doing something different. And this is actually kind of a little bit of a spinoff for us because next to animals, there's another thing that all three of us love, which is Lord of the Rings or Tolkien Tolkien in general, not just Lord of the Rings. Now, uh, wait a minute. What? You, you introduced us wrong. It should be Wesley, son of Gilbert. Right. Yeah. Wesley, son of Gilbert. Jeffrey, yeah. son of Gilbert. Mike, son of Christopher. I'm of Montana. Jeff's of Montana. Mike's of many places. The land of Portland, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking Lord of the Rings today because it's a big week for Lord of the Rings and for Tolkien in general. The Rings of Power Amazon show is coming out. It seems like this could be something that for five years gives us a lot of really great enjoyment and really creates a a immersive Tolkien world for us to all enjoy on a weekly basis, or it could be a huge disappointment and a flop. (laughs) We're not really sure at this point. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, so we kind of want to talk about it, and so that's what we're doing. So Mike, you know, I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, so just to go over our bona fides real quick, Wes, he's read The Silmarillion three times just in the past year, right? Yes. I have read the first five pages of The Silmarillion once. Nice. Jeff can sometimes pronounce the word Silmarillion. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one out of five times. Yeah, that's where we're yeah. coming from. But really, I mean... Silmarillion. Nope, not quite. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Put an L in there and you got it. We're huge fans, though. I mean, like, our most look forward to day is the day. Every year we do a Lord of the Rings marathon. It's um, truly my favorite holiday at this point. We've even kind of convinced ourselves that we like the Hobbit movies. Yeah. I'm still, I'm they more on a, the edge They become than a you guys. bit of a warm blanket <laughs> for me. Uh, I mean, we've even, we played the Shadow of Mortar games. We're all in. Yeah. We're, except for Wes, who has a profound knowledge of the lore, we're at least surface level on, like, kind of understanding all this Middle Earth stuff. I so think. We've, we've. Yeah. I'm going to do my own deep dive that I think will be okay. pretty um, <laughs> significant. People will know I really thought it out and they'll be impressed. That's at the end of the, so teaser for the end of the episode. You, you're going to want to stick around for that. But uh, so I figured I kind of wanted to take the lead, not because I'm first and foremost in knowledge, but because... You've been jealous of the attention <laughs> me and Wes get. It's true. Yeah. Follow me on Facebook, please. 
Um, <laughs> you guys are much more fans of prestige TV than I have been. Okay. So I feel like I want to assume more the role of like the chairman on Iron Chef America, where he just does some like karate moves at the beginning. All right. And then just like kind of walks around while other people do everything else for the rest of the show. That's kind of who I see myself at. We should cover that show, actually. Should we just pivot to that <laughs> just show? Just pivot to that right now. <laughs> yeah. Sturgeon episode. <laughs> anyway, so Jeff, I wanted to start with this. I saw a YouTube thumbnail that yeah. was titled Amazon Rings of Power Trailer Gets Destroyed by Lord of the Rings Fans Again. This is not Tolkien. Are you one of those fans you think that that video is referencing there? <laughs> no, I, I'm not at all. I mean, you've already said I can't really say Silmarillion very well. Right. I don't okay. know anything outside of Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. So I'm just like, it's like a roller coaster. I'm just sitting down and seeing what happens. I'm not, I don't know what, what it's going to look you, like you until hear I'm on. A problem I have with that is like, a lot of Tolkien fans love the Peter Jackson movies and like there's a like a lot of aspects of those that have like become part of like Tolkien lore and universe and everything even just like the design of the Lord of the Rings like name and everything from the movies but like the Tolkien family famously doesn't like the the Peter Jackson movies and say they like oh, didn't, I didn't get his vision right and stuff so right. i just think like there's a lot of different ways to interpret these works and I think it is wise to go into this with an open mind. And it doesn't have to be just like Peter Jackson's. It doesn't have to be just like Ralph Bashkir's or whatever. It can be its own thing. It's just, does it nail the spirit of what Tolkien was trying to get at? I'm just hoping it goes more Lord of the Rings than Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually where I wanted to start, Wes, because, uh -huh. I mean, if the YouTube comments are to be believed underneath all the trailers for this new show, really the main uh, tripping point these people are encountering is that it's just straying too far away from the original vision of what Tolkien had, like from How the source material. How they know material. that from like a two minute trailer? Well, okay. They're just mad there's like a black elf. So really- They're like, all elves have yeah, to be that's one. probably true. It's yeah. probably just some- <laughs> Inherent racism. Yeah. Well, how far, <laughs> how much leeway are you willing to extend? Okay. Especially U.S. Since you're kind of the, the biggest fan of this source material. So this this show is set in the second age of of the Tolkien universe. So do you want me to just do a quick rundown of kind of what that means? Yeah, this is a great okay. time for that. So the first stage is like what the whole the bulk of the Silmarillion's about. And during the first age, we have our big bad of the entire Tolkien universe, who's Morgoth. Morgoth is like akin to the devil. Mm. And Sauron is like his number one lieutenant. So we all know who Sauron is. Sauron was like his go-to guy. And at the end of the first age, Morgoth is like banished, but Sauron's still around. And Sauron's like then the main antagonist throughout the second age and the third age. So the third age is what we have like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Those both take place in the third age but the second age is kind of this transition period between the first age and the third age that makes and sense. the the main <laughs> events yeah it does it adds the up way numbers go the main events that happen in the second age are the forging of the rings of power and the fall of numenor and i think those are the two things that we're going to dwell on the most in the series so in the first movie in the fellowship of the ring you know how like galadriel does that big opening and you see the battle where sauron is initially like vanquished where mm -hmm. Sildor cuts off his his finger that moment marks the end of the second age and my guess is that's where this series is going to take us 
I think that's going to okay, be the okay, last cool. season of this show is going to end with those events. See, yeah. I was thinking they should have hired J.J. Abrams to do like a sequel. <laughs> so we just have like weird camera Where, flares the whole time. And there's like a new bigger ring of power that's more powerful <laughs> yeah. 30 years from now. And like Sauron, season three, Sar- Sauron's like still alive. They didn't actually kill him. And he has like 30 Death Stars in uh, Starfighters. And like, what's smaller than a Hobbit to carry this ring? <laughs> yeah, yeah they did find a smaller yeah. version of a Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then he's like somehow related to Frodo at the end of it all. <laughs> Mike, I will say to your point, the source material of this, it is the second age. The Tolkien family, like the Tolkien estate, has said that they're not going to give up the rights to the Silmarillion, but they did give up the rights to, like, this program is, like, allowed to base their story off of things from the Second Age. So they're allowed to use plot points from the Silmarillion. They're not allowed just to, like, adapt it, like, start to finish, like, we're going to tell the story of the Silmarillion but they're allowed to use it as like a framing point for the stories that they're telling. So how many pages of literature? Because a big tripping point, again, for like especially approaching The Hobbit was one book being stretched out into three movies. Yeah. Is that kind of a worry for you? No, because there, it's not a faithful adaptation of the work, you know? And so like the second age of Middle Earth spans thousands and thousands of years. And so you can pull out all these stories if you wanted to. And like you guys think that I'm some like Tolkien scholar, but like I have my Quora notifications are set up for Tolkien (laughs) questions. And there are people out there. There's like a multi issue set of the history of Middle Earth. That's like an encyclopedia of Middle Earth. And people have just poured over this and read it like multiple times. Like I am. I am a student of these masters. And so I there is an endless wealth of like hints that Tolkien has dropped and there is a lot of stories that they can go through, but I do think hopefully they're really careful when it does come to like the actual doctrinal parts, you know, where they're talking about like the oath of Fëanor or like the fall of Númenor, all these different things that they're probably going to interject into this. Hopefully they don't stray from what actually happened. I think that's my biggest fear. Like, for example, Galadriel's brother is killed by werewolves in a like kind of in a fight with Sauron. And I don't know how they're going to do that. And I wonder if they're actually going to make that true to form. So mm. we'll just see. Yeah. It'd be cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll like see. Like Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a basketball, sure. just dunks on him so hard. Jeff, he Jeff dies. Just throwing out werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> so all we have to go on are the trailers that have been released so far. And right. it's impossible, but maybe worthwhile to extrapolate um, as much information out of them as we can. Uh, I think I'm cynical again, Wes. Yeah, I'm in the middle. The things that make me cynical are the lighting and the slow motion there's been a lot of slow motion shots of like elves mm. doing battle and stuff. And then the lighting of just like everyone's always perfectly lit. I went back and watched the Galadriel intro to Fellowship of the Rings the other day. And it's so beautiful and like so well shot. I don't know why everything now has to look glossy and like have this fake light and everything. But that worries me. The things that make me excited though are like practical effect orcs 
and some cool casting. To me, what I'm excited about is just being in New Zealand yeah. again. Like, I think the like shots of like the mountains looked really cool in the trailers. Yeah, we're probably mostly going to be in front of a green screen though. They went to New Zealand. Yeah. There's like all those stories of them like fighting COVID in yeah, New Zealand. They filmed there, but I think a lot of it's still going to be green. I mean, they filmed The Hobbit in New Zealand too. And it was. I'm just saying, yeah. I was trying okay. to give a positive. You can't nag my positive. I can nag your positive if I want. <laughs> Don't yuck on a yum, as they say. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I might have jumped ahead there by saying what I'm looking forward to. And- no, that's great. I just had a couple of highlights I wanted to to shout out from the, especially the latest trailer. Yeah, um, I'd love to talk about them. It really starts out playing the greatest hits, you know. It's dramatic voiceover, narration over a battle scene. Some ethereal music starts kicking in, which starts off okay. But yeah. then it turns into like some weird pop adjacent it's stuff. Clubby. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's so for me. That's why the Comic Con trailer was my favorite trailer because it really felt like Howard Shore's score in that one. Like it had the notes of of like some of the like the music from Rivendell and like a few other things. And so the second trailer was by far that's the one that made me think like, oh, this might be good. And then this third trailer has kind of put me in the middle, like. <laughs> First trailer I hated, second one I liked, third one I'm like, ooh. Uh, Jeff, did you like the scene in the trailer where there's a dwarf? It kind of looks like he's posing for mug shots. He kind of like, <laughs> he turns around and faces the camera and then like looks away. Doesn't he like smash a rock with his hand? He does, too? and that's cool. Yeah. So there right now is like a, a scene that you can watch. And it's it's uh, Elrond going to Khazad Dun and like having a competition with um, Balin, I think. That's where that rock smashing scene comes in. And I watched that scene and it didn't make me very encouraged. <laughs> oh no. But I don't know. I'm, the, I'm really trying to go into this with an open mind. Like I'm actually pretty excited for it still. But yeah, yeah. I'm also not, I'm not that gatekeepy of a person. So for me, it's like, if this totally sucks, it doesn't ruin Peter Jackson's movies for me. It doesn't ruin the books for me. It's just kind of a failed attempt. You know, it sure. doesn't matter. Yeah, I think prequels are safer than sequels. Sequels can, like, mess up the original content well, more. And the difference is, is this one, they're still sticking to the source material as far as, like, how the story ends and how it starts. Mm-hmm. They're not creating like a new storyline. Like there's they're not, not building a new, more powerful Death Star that right. Luke had no point in defeating the Empire because it's all back right yeah, away. Yeah, and it's not like exactly. There's not going to be like Metacorians or something like that. Hopefully, you know, mm, right? But this is like sandwiched in. You know, they're taking like the actual story and they're building a story around it. And I'm okay with that as long as it's you know not total horseshit. Mm. Just yeah. a little bit of horse shit. Yeah. You're fine with A little. Yeah. Just like you'll two, eat, you'll two eat molecules. a tiny bit. Of, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> See, you're coming around on my side. <laughs> I'll still pick no horse shit over uh, two <laughs> molecules of it. I'll take the molecules. Yeah, I know you will. It doesn't make sense. But who knows? I mean, I also don't really have much faith in the general populace as far as like to know when anything's good anymore because there's been some things recently that people have loved where I'm just like, how do people like this? But I don't know. Um, some parts from the trailers. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, go for it. Do you have any specific you want to bring up? The things I liked most were the practical effect orcs. I think they look great with like the skull helmets and stuff. I just think they look really cool. 
I think Galadriel looks cool. I think they picked a really good actress for her. It doesn't, it doesn't make a ton of sense because she's already like thousands of years old, so she could still just look like Kate Blanchett. But she <laughs> does look cool. I think the casting in general I'm excited about. Like I, I like that it's not big names that are just kind of trying to rely on star power. It's cool that these are all relatively newcomers. Yeah, and that then, is nice. I'm really the thing that excites me the most is it looks like we're going to get some kind of flashback scene to the first age because I know that I at least saw like the Oath of Feanor. I saw like one of probably the War of Wrath, which is like the biggest war in the first age and some other first age like the Trees of Valinor, some cool first age stuff. So I'm excited about that. What are you guys excited about? I, I said mine. Okay. I just am excited to be back in New Zealand. Yeah. You just need to go to New Zealand. It sounds like. Yeah, I, I would love to go to New Zealand. Do you know what yeah. I'm excited about is what? everyone is... So they there's these a race of people called Harfoots who apparently don't yeah. exist in, I don't know, yeah, whatever. The Hobbits weren't really around until the Third Age. Right, but I loved seeing them in the trailer because uh-huh. I was like, these people look like dirty people that are living in a world, you yeah. know? It was just nice to see people look as if... They were not freshly showered and shaven. Yeah. I will. It's mm. kind of funny. Like when Tolkien, Tolkien wrote The Hobbit and then he was writing The Silmarillion and The Silmarillion was like what he wanted next, but The Hobbit released first and he wanted to then just publish The Silmarillion, but his publishers were like, no, we want more Hobbits. Like the people want more Hobbits. And mm. so that's why he wrote Lord of the Rings. And the Silmarillion was like his passion project, but he like he cared about elves more than he cared about hobbits. But his publisher like forced him to get into more hobbits, and now that's happening with this show too. It's like there there's no reason to have sounds like something someone who's read the Silmarillion three times would say. Yeah, but like people want hobbits. Like that's kind of been like so far up until now. Like for most people, Tolkien's world is centered around hobbits. When for Tolkien. It was very much centered around the elves. Like, that was what he cared about. It started, I think, because he just created new languages, like elvish yeah. languages. And that was, like, the first mm, thing so that... He's like, I better put some story with this. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it is... I don't know. It's a, it's a thing that I'm kind of glad they did, because the hobbits are always the easiest people to, like... It's an underdog story. You cheer for them super easily. They're, like, cute and small totally. and fun. Totally. So, like, I don't know. If it's a bunch of, like, straight-faced elves... It doesn't seem like a very easy persona to get attached to. No, but then like a bunch of partying, smoking, drinking yeah, hobbits. You yeah, know? it's a lot colder of a world. But also like Game of Thrones kind of did that. There weren't elves, but it was very like serious. You know, like there's there one is kind of comic. Yeah. yeah, but like if this, <laughs> if like this isn't going to be, this can't go the Game of Thrones rap. I don't think because Game of Thrones was like R rated plus. Right. And that's what made it fun that it was serious. But they like, don't need this can't to... be like if it's not going to be like as R rated, it has to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. But like the Silmarillion and like the first and second ages part of it, especially they are very serious. And like there's not like as much levity as there is in Lord of the Rings. And especially yeah, but the you Hobbit. already said you don't care if it follows I the don't, source. I that don't. Much. But what I'm saying is you could still make that show in a Tolkien world. Tolkien's world doesn't need to be like kind of like slapsticky and fun. And like you could make that show. But it's like I don't think that's what people are expecting from a Tolkien universe. But like 
it's not like that's an impossibility and you could still interject some comic relief into it but you could make a show about the elves and have it be really intriguing and interesting yeah i was Mm -hmm. gonna ask actually if you thought that there was a place in mainstream media for like a faithful adaptation of tolkien's works in 2022 because like you guys were referencing the most recent kind of like touchstone cultural touchstone of fantasy is game of thrones for me that place for that show is animation and not like like a really cool like anime could make such a cool retelling of like the silmarillion and make it like true and make it kind of graphic but also make it really beautiful and include this kind of like mysticism and everything i just don't trust filmmakers with cg anymore i just think they ruin everything with cg and with lighting, and I think anime is kind of the perfect medium for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that'd that be cool. Idea. And I know they're they're making that War of the Rohirrim. Uh, I have the Rohirrim. Um, it's like all about the writers of Rohan. They're Horses. Making, yeah, they're making an anime about that, about the horse lords. Nice. Yeah, so I think that'll be really cool, even though I think Rohan's like the least interesting kingdom of yeah. all of Middle-earth. Well, speaking of dudes and horses and stuff, just after these trailers, I want to do just a quick power ranking. What you think the most interesting race is, the one you're most excited to see, the place you want to be in during the show. Where are you guys at with that right now? So for me, my most interesting race are the elves. The elves are like immortal. They have weird kind of interesting powers that are by far the most like like strong and agile and cool I think the Numenorians are going to be really cool too. Those are men. Uh, the place that I'm most interested in is Numenor because that's where Sauron ultimately like inserts himself as like a religious leader oh, cool. in Numenor. And that leads to some really interesting consequences. And so I'm really interested to see how that works out. And then for me, like if there's one character that I hope they do right and they like make really cool, it's the Witch King of Angmar. I hope they mm. show like kind of an an origin story for him because i think that could be really cool that's like the main ring wraith yeah in the lord of the rings yeah uh yeah i'm just i'm just glad to be in new zealand again <laughs> okay uh <laughs> no i i don't know enough about it to answer that like i don't know the places in this world yeah you know all the like main races though we got men yeah. elves dwarves well, I always Harfeet. pick the Shire, Harfeet. though. Okay, so you're interested. In I mean, Harfeet. dwarves would suck because you're just like in the cave all the time. Well, I'm I'm glad you brought up dwarves, Jeff, because there's that there's a shot in the newest trailer that is kind of this huge open cave system and with a little sunlight. bit of natural light coming in, and there's like really cool vegetation happening down on the surface well, level. And that, it looks really pretty. That's actually that's faithful to Tolkien's writings like oh, in, cool. in history of middle earth he says that the dwarves had like a system of mirrors to collect sunlight down into their caves to like grow f- vegetation and whatnot so mm-hmm. yeah all right i'll go with dwarves yeah cool. they're always kind of funny too yeah, mm-hmm. they are and they always have scottish yeah. accents instead when of- they go into bilbo's house and make dinner yeah that is they're just or throwing plates around or singing yeah. a misty mountain song they're really bad house guests they are well they're kind of great house guests too they ate all his cheese yeah they but ate. he had way too much he cheese for one person <laughs> for one dude true yeah. <laughs> uh okay jeff yeah you you've you've got something in store for us right? yeah wes and mike were really excited when i told him my idea here yeah, yeah. i need um i actually needed to go lay down and count to ten <laughs> <laughs> mike was very unenthused uh 
All right. I was going to do like a 10-person ranking of how hot they are from Lord of the Rings media, and I had to make it 12. I couldn't couldn't keep it to 10. Too many hot boys, hot girls. And then we're going to rank how hot they are using emojis. Okay. All right. Um, I'm. I just. And I'm then, not looking at my phone. I'm just looking at my emojis here. One <laughs> rule that, like, it's going to trip you up because I'm not going to let you switch once you give these out. Okay. Ooh. Okay. But the hottest person of my twelve, I want you to give the fire emoji to. Okay. And the second hottest, I want you to give the like hot, the red hot emoji face with like the sweat, like they're okay. hot. So okay. that's like one and two hottest. Get those. Two emojis. Okay, I see. And then the rest we make up. Okay, all right. So just to start it off, we're going to go with Rosie, the hobbit who Sam likes in the Shire. What's the number one emoji? The hottest one is fine. Oh, there we go. Rosie. I'm I'm doing monkey covering its eyes emoji. (laughs) What? Like, that's like... Oh, you're too cute. I can't look. Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I see. Mine's the the smiley face blowing the little heart. A little okay. like it's blown a kiss. So you think she's pretty cute? I think she's cute, but it's like like cute. She's not like yeah. Hot. I'd give you a kiss. Yeah, you'll gonna... kiss anything. Okay, so my real pick is going to be the think the think face because mm. maybe not the most conventionally attractive person that's going to be on your list, but probably the best life partner. Okay, yeah, good at dancing too. All right, number two, Gandalf. I chose oh, nice. the T Rex emoji because he's old. He is. Old. He's a dinosaur. Oh, For me, it's got to be the smiley face with like the star eyes, just because of anyone I would want to meet in Middle Earth, it would probably be Gandalf. So, oh, you'd be starstruck. Yeah, Mike, I'm going with prayer hands. Cool. Okay, Aragorn. Did I say it right that day? Yeah, you did. Uh, I went with my fire. I think he's the hottest in all order. This is your list too, so you know. Okay, he's getting my like my red face number two. Like he's he's cool. I'm going with the sunglasses, like the cool guy sunglasses face. Yeah, man, you're saving your one and two hottest. I know. Golem's still on the list. Then I have Galadriel and old and new Galadriel. So like the original and the new one. So for the original one, I went with the eggplant. Okay. And with the new one, I went with the peach because I want to see that. But. Okay. All right. Um, With the new one, I think I'm doing eggplant. And the original one, I think I'm going with like the green heart. Uh, That's like maybe Mm, I think the most noble heart to give someone. And I think she's beautiful, but also really noble. Mike, I'm doing crossed fingers because I'm going to ask for one hair of her head <laughs> and hope that she actually gives me three. <laughs> There's a whole uh, similarly an explanation for why that was so important, by the way. That <laughs> well, we don't need to yeah. talk about that. <laughs> okay, next is worm tongue. Worm tongue. Um, I did the emoji where it's peeking through its fingers. Like it has its eyes closed, but it's peeking through its fingers. You're not that hot, but maybe there's a little something there I like. Okay, I'm doing pukey face. I don't like worm tongue. And, yeah, I just don't think he's very attractive. Mike loves Brad Dourif, so he's probably going to do I love like, that guy. his flame or something. So, I'm worried about worm tongue, so I'm going sun with face emoji because I think he just... Grow out your eyebrows, spend a little more time in the sun. I think he's, he's looking good. Some sun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. next is Marion Pippin. 
I did the two friends dancing together emoji. Yeah. Oh, we're doing them together? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a good pick. That's what I'll do, too. I'm going to go with the pile of poo emoji, because Mary. When you say <laughs> when you say the two friends dancing, you mean the ones wearing, like, cat ears, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my pick for them. Okay. And then another group one, the Hobbit love triangle. So that's oh, Legolas, the dwarf, and or the other elf. Oh, yeah. in the Hobbit? Okay. My, How hot was that love that's triangle? That's just a thumbs down for me. That's the thumbs down emoji, because that was maybe my worst part of all the Hobbit movies, the fact okay. that they included that. Mike? I'm going with 100, like the 100 emoji, because mm. I, I think... I don't know. I They're think they should all hot. just be together, all three of them. <laughs> Polyamory. I just did a triangle, triangle emoji. That's a good, yeah, simple. <laughs> all right. Next is Golem. Golem. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I have I have the pointer finger and then the OK sign because I'd hit that. Okay. <laughs> 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 I've got. Seems, he seems really smooth skin. I'd I'd have sex with Golem. I'm picking the fish, or no, I'm picking the uh, demon, the purple demon smiling, because Gollum's like the most kind of playful bad guy in the movie. So that's my <laughs> yeah, pick. yeah, that, like that. yeah, that's a good one. I'm going with birthday cake emoji because it seems like he just needed someone to be nice to him. You know, have a friend, offer a cake, he'll be my bud. Okay, okay, we got four more. Okay, okay. so. This is Arwen. That's my fire. It's your number one. Yeah. I went I went the hot face. She's my number two. What a power couple, her and Ar- Aragorn, right? Oh, yeah. Aragorn. Aragorn. Nah, I got I got all nervous <laughs> to say it. Uh yeah, flame for me. Number one, fire. Fire. Flame. Okay. Yeah. We all like her. Alright. Next up is the Balrog. <laughs> cool. Uh <laughs> For me, that's the that's the sunglasses smiley face because I think the Balrog <laughs> of all the like villains in Lord of the Rings is the coolest. And protect your eyes from like the that's brightness. the scene of all three movies that I'm like most disappointed if I sleep through. I'm gonna go purple demon face on this one. Yeah, kind of mischievous. Has a whip. You don't know what it's gonna do with that. <laughs> mischievous. Whip. Mischievous is a word that we need to write down to remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a good marketing campaign for Stevius. Mischievous. Yeah. I'm going with what's the emoji called where he's got like his hands on his cheeks and his like face is blue? It's like the scream emoji. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the scream emoji. You're scared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good pick. Next up we got Frodo. Um, I'm going hard eyes on this one. Just the hard eyes, like adorable little Frodo. Yeah. yeah. Let me think on that one. For me, yeah, that's probably. I kind of think I like the smiley face with like the big anime wet eyes. You know? Oh, it's yeah. Got, like, okay. The sparkles in them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably <laughs> he's got it some because good eyes. he's got like such a kind of tragic story, and you feel kind of bad for him the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of a sad face, but it's like the cute sad face. Gotcha. I'm yeah. going to go with the skull emoji because he dies. Frodo doesn't die. Oh, yeah. At the end, he totally no, dies. He doesn't. He goes to yeah. the undying lands. <laughs> he does the opposite of dying. It's all an allegory. He was, all right. Tolkien was all about allegory. No, he wasn't. He's famously <laughs> against allegory. <laughs> so last one is Treebeard. Okay. I um, mean, I have to give away my second hottest award because I that's mean, the you only don't have to, but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm uh, good with that. I'm, I went with the three water drops, like the squirt, 
Ew. that people do for like <laughs> sexting sometimes. Gross. <laughs> Trees need water. True. And right, then yeah. like I don't know, he's kind of hot. I'm doing the frozen smiley face just to again represent the tree powers are so much better than ice powers. <laughs> so oh, I'm yeah, the, the frozen smiley face. Good oh pick. man. All right. Well, thanks for playing her along. Yeah. I thought that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Thank you. But you know what? I just want to reiterate one more time that we live in an age where there are so many TV shows and we're in like the golden age of prestige TV. There's a lot of great TV shows out there. If this one sucks, it doesn't matter. It's just another thing that sucks. You don't need to like burn the world down over it. Just watch something else, you know? Like it doesn't need to become a big deal. Let's all go into this with an open mind. Some people might love it and, you know, great for them. They have one more thing to kind of get them through a life that can be hard sometimes. <laughs> so I I want to say if you even if you kind of like it, but like you find things you don't like about it, find those actors on social media and, and tell them why you didn't <laughs> like that certain part. All right. All right. I'll, I'll urge listeners to do the opposite of that. I think if it so, sucks, the person, thing. the person yeah. we can blame if it sucks is Jeff Bezos. And so let's all hate Yeah, Jeff that guy Bezos, sucks. No matter mm. what. So He's ruining the world. He kind of looks like Gollum. He kind of does. Jacked, though. Well, that, <laughs> Jacked. that was fun. Thanks, Mike, for putting that together. And yeah, you know, if this thing is good, you we might just be reviewing every episode we'll see yeah maybe we'll get some guests on we'll see what happens let us know all right we'll see y'all bye 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 Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.